Yeah, man, I can hear you actually really good. Whoa. What? Something just spoke to me in my ear besides you. Yeah, I started recording. We're we're not live per se, but we're live recording. I got so that, well, I'm eating a Kit Kat bar right now. <laughs> nice, man. Is this a good time to to do our first episode? I think so. I think so. I got about twenty five minutes before I meet with a guy. Hey, so same here. Work. Yeah, I got a. Uh, I got about twenty five minutes as well. Well, I uh, I've been thinking hard about like the feel and like the approach to this particular podcast. The other two, I I have like uh, I have like a shtick that I say in the beginning and ending, kind of like an intro outro. But it feels weird to do that for for the Jesus podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking we're just gonna. Um, I mean, we're just gonna hang out. You know what I mean, and talk, and yeah. the podcast will end, and it'll probably like be like jumping out of a plane, kind of ending. I'm down with that. All right. So, um, for episode one, like, what do you? I wanted to. I mean, this is the Jesus podcast, so it's like, who is Jesus? And that was the kind of the question that I've been like stewing on, praying on, just like, um. I know we we've read the Bible for a really long time or we've we've had a relationship with him, but like who is he, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you gonna you start? Go, do you wanna start or you want me to? You start. I um so spend Episode time. one, people, bring it on. <laughs> it feels <laughs> it feels weird to even say an episode in our podcast. I don't that might be the last time I say episode. <laughs> yeah. So welcome um, to hangout number one, everyone. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just conversations, man. Like for me, <clears throat> the um this morning, like in in my prayer time, it was it, it, like because I've been asking myself that question. Like, who is Jesus? Like, I, I realized the, it, it kind of, it brought my focus in more when I, when I was praying this morning, because I was looking at Jesus and praying and like talking to him. And, uh, just to be completely frank, like I didn't even feel worthy to like even start this podcast. And, but I knew that there was a pulling on my heart to like, to do this because this, I feel like I do two other podcasts, but I feel like this is like the most important one that I could start. You know what I mean? The, I mean, anyway, so like the, the other two are, are for fun and I just enjoy talking about things but like this one is like the core of who i am and and of who you are as well too i don't want to speak for you but like so this morning like in my prayer time like i um i i mean i was kind of confessing i was confessing to him like and and i felt like i needed to bring him things and that like i didn't feel because of that like i didn't feel even approaching his his presence and two responses that I got from him were um it was you are forgiven and now go and do 
like basically go and do no um i forgot how he how i heard him word it but it was one of the scriptures of when he was responding to a sinner that came to him and he forgave him and he he said now go do uh shoot what was it now do you know the scripture basically, i'm talking about uh saying um he was speaking to uh i believe it was a prostitute that was brought before him and yeah he said now go you know go and sin no more go and sin you are no forgiven more. yeah you and are that was forgiven the issue, like uh you were forgiven because i remember the religious folks had a real issue with who is this guy who says it who who says your sins are forgiven Go ahead. Right. I, I don't want to go. Off, I don't want to go off topic. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. To tie into like who Jesus is, he's he was the first one, the first prophet to say your sins are forgiven, right? Essentially, yes. You know, he he possessed that authority from God. You know, he was walking under the umbrella of God's authority, and he had been uh, given that to be able to offer forgiveness. You know, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. You know. Uh, was essentially saying, "Hey, I'm turning from this old life into this new life." But it was a, you know, John's baptism was a preparation for Jesus, you know, his coming and who he was. And and I don't mean to like cut you off, but like uh, when I think of uh, the question that you've been pondering of like who is Jesus, uh, it's the tough part is is like uh, I think a, another a, maybe. That's a great question, but another equally, I think, thought-provoking question is, is, who have we made Jesus to be in our lives? Mm, yeah. And and the reason I say that is uh, something that Pastor David preached on, he brought up last week. He said that many have called him Savior, but very few call him Lord. Uh, and and so when I, I think of Christianity and and you know our time and our generation and maybe it's been going on for generations uh even you know before us but it's like we've made jesus a savior but we haven't really given him lordship you know which means someone who has supreme authority over another and when we say you know so it's like that's where that question comes in is who is we who have we made jesus to be in our lives yeah. and it leads me to another question of how are we fitting Jesus into our life or adding him to our life rather than him being our life and us becoming one with him, one heart, be one thought with him. Yeah. Uh, it, it comes back to that relationship, that encounter you're talking about, you know, in the morning you have with in the, like this morning, um, uh, there's a, there's a sense of like, <laughs> of wanting to, you know, wanting to come to him clean and pure and, and, and just, you know, really just giving your heart to him. But it's like, man, we often fail, you know, and mm -hmm. fall short of his glory. And it's like doing this podcast. It's like, you know, I've stepped down from pastoring now. It's been, uh, I guess maybe three months now. And, uh, and I believe that that was the Lord leading me to do that. But it's like, Okay, is this is this you know God making his you know saying Rick, you know I might have called you to step down from leading a church, but I didn't call you to step down from from leading you know essentially. And so I'm, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but just thinking about the 
doing this podcast and who Jesus is wanting to make sure I honor uh, Jesus who walked the earth and Heavenly Father and then you know even even uh, the Holy Spirit who lives in us right now God who lives in us yeah that's good man I, I and it's it's good point to bring up about like where you are at like in your walk with the Lord like because it, it definitely like who who is Jesus to us specifically you know like I think that mm-hmm. that response affects how we respond to the world yeah and it's been interesting to like, because I've been asking myself that like, I haven't really in the past I've read his word and I have like talked to him and, and had beautiful moments with him, but like understanding his characters, understanding who he is when I'm talking to him, like, and what that response will be. Like, I felt like this morning I'd, I heard more clearly from him than I, than I have in a while because of that like you know what i mean like because i'm going hey who are you jesus like and because i did that like my prayer like holy cow like he immediately humbled me like because you know what i mean like going to him i i i think it was yesterday that i text you and was like hey man like i prayed but like i feel like i talked too much and i should have sat and listened yeah and today, I like from thinking about who I'm talking to, I couldn't help but listen. You know what I mean? And and I felt like there was right. more. There was a more of a, a reverence for him in that conversation that that drew me to say, you know what? Like, I'm not clean, but going to you cleanses me. Yeah, that brings and, up another point that. Uh, Pastor David said Sunday, it's like, we don't need to wait to get clean before we come to him. It's like, we can work on this stuff simultaneously. You know, we can encounter him. We can have an encounter with with him. And uh, if we just have a pursuit of him and who he is, then the things that are, that plague us, you know, the sin in our life, it's going to fall away. You know, it's going to lose its grip on us. and, And that's what I got to keep coming back to, you know, with myself, kind of the journey I've been on the last few months of, of kind of feeling broken and uh, feeling broken, feeling failure uh, and just all the emotions of that. And then, you know, finally turning to God, you know, wholeheartedly, whatever word you want to use, but turning to him and then allowing him to, you know, piece me back together the way that he wants me put back together. Uh, it's like he had to undo some things and to, so I could deal with some emotions that had been, you know, bottled up inside and those emotions, yeah. like this bitterness and, uh, yeah, maybe even anger, you know, that I had toward the church and, uh, just being able to, cause, cause I, for me, I'd, I'd, I, I, I couldn't love anymore. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't capable of loving anymore. Mm. The ability, the power lived inside me, but I wasn't capable of because of the hurt 
or the frustrations or bitterness that I had. And so I had to rediscover, in a sense, who Jesus is in order to, one, love him, two, love myself, and three, love my neighbor, love my yeah. church, love, love the strangers. And, uh, you know, those, there, there was almost like that veil, this veil that had fallen in between God and myself, and I was more focused on the hurt that I was in uh, and that, that I was feeling versus the um, versus, you know, hurting for people, you know, and instead of being hurt by them, hurting for them and, and interceding for them and, and loving them the way that Jesus loved and speaking boldly the way that Jesus spoke. Um, Clint posted something a while back on uh, Facebook a week or so ago about, you know, your feelings getting hurt, Christianity and how your feelings get hurt and, and, uh, saying that the gospel is, uh, can be offensive. And, and I couldn't agree with him more because, you know, Jesus, he, he offended people, but the way he responded, you know, was with boldness, but with grace accompanied with grace, which is the nature of God. He, he was that perfect example of loving people you know this week we i don't know if you guys made it wednesday night in your study mm -hmm. to husbands and wives but yeah. like it's such a beautiful picture you know of like, we're not capable of loving our wives unless we understand like the way that jesus loved the church and that he loves the church you know i know it talks a lot about wives submitting to their husbands but if you read verse 21 521 in ephesians it says everyone yeah. Right. <laughs> and so Jesus is that ultimate example for us to submit to God. He gives an example of what it means to submit to God. He gives an example of what it means to submit to one another and to love one another. And uh, it's like if we could just if we just spent our time studying the life of Jesus while he walked this earth, we would we would understand fully, you know, who he is. And I think that we'll always grow in that. If we if we choose to study the scriptures and just like Pope, he said, uh, if you want to see the Father or know the Father, then you look at you look me, look at me, because right. what I'm doing, Father is telling me, and uh, I think that's just a it's simple. If if like we make it far more complex than what it is, we, we make Jesus far more complex than what he is. Right. Uh, when when he he just man, he simply loved people. He he heard, he obeyed and he loved. And uh, we like to cherry pick that stuff, you know, and that's why that question of who have we made Jesus to be uh, versus who he really is. Mm. You know, yeah. We want him contrast. to bless us, you know, you know, we want him to bless us because we went to church service this week. You know, <laughs> right? Like, is that is that who we made Jesus to be? Well, Jesus, I, I, I went to service this week. I even made a midweek meeting, and uh, I gave a little bit of my finances. Now, Jesus, I've made you into this person who blesses me when I do these things. Right. And it's like that's not it at all. You know, that's that's it's so much more than that. Very yeah. shallow uh, Christianity, yeah. and our maybe maybe our view of who Jesus is is somewhat shallow.
Yeah, it reminds me of the of the part where um, Jesus is like feeding the was it the five thousand, and then he mm -hmm. dives into some deeper topics, and people started like leaving. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like oh wait, you're asking us to do what? <laughs> eat my flesh and drink my blood yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's good that's typically man. like i mean that's typically where i think we find ourselves you know living at times and a lot of christians living at times is we'll follow jesus up to a certain point and, you know and i'll even bring up tara i mean i know you knew it you and kim know tara but yeah. like for someone like her man you know she gave up at least the next two years of her life, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if it's, if it's even more, you know, to, to be able to love, uh, people on the other side of the world. And man, like if we want a picture of who Jesus is, like she is that, you know, and uh, not to say that we all need to, you know, go to another country and spend two years, but like we can do that here too. We just right. have to be willing to, you know, loose ourselves some, of some, some worldly things that we grab a hold of. And uh, because our expecta expectations are different when we're chasing after the things of the world, you know? Um, yeah, that Jesus reminds again, me of you know? like this morning when, like, when I was praying, like, the second thing I heard him say was that um, if you, if you love me, then feed my sheep. And, and I felt like I kept hearing him say, like, do you love me? And I would respond, yes, I do. And then, like, I heard that three times. And he's like, well, then feed my sheep. So I feel like like this podcast, whatever you want to call it, like that, I feel like this is an opportunity uh, in response to that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, Jesus, again, who is Jesus? How do you live his life? You know? he he didn't have a place he laid his head you know like he was such a beautiful example of what it means to truly surrender and know and and just know knew that his provision was going to come from his heavenly father and i think sometimes we use god's provisions for our own means and benefit mm -hmm. and we lose sight that we live in eternity we're, we're living for eternity and right. so we need to have we need to make sure that we're keeping an eternal perspective or a heavenly perspective on on uh, the things that we pursue and that came up last night in small group that, uh we end up talking a little bit about with marriages is like you can have the same goal you know an ambition in your marriage but the question is is it is it kingdom minded though and again, I think that when you ask the question that you're asking, you know, who is Jesus? It's like, well, like, who is he? You know, who, who, what would he do in, in this situation? You know, and we have the early church in the book of Acts giving us examples of what people were doing to make sure that they were, you know, married couples were selling things they owned and single people were selling things they owned in order for the church to be taken care of. Uh, you know, widows were being taken care of and, and held in high regard uh, uh, in the church. And and I think that we miss out on the simplicity of that. And it's like we, Jesus just wants us to live this thing day by day and, and you know, be imitators of him 
uh, to the world around us, but yet we have to make sure that we have a kingdom focus and, and why we're doing what we're doing. Because uh, if we're just doing it for our own benefit, and even if we're just doing it for our own family benefit, I think we might be losing sight of who Jesus really is and what, you know, what his uh, call is on our life. And uh, it's challenging stuff when when you take the time to to think about it, what Jesus called you to, and think about the things that you're, you know, that each individual is pursuing and families are pursuing. Like, you know, who is this for? You know, we can we can use we can use Jesus and we can say, Well, I'm doing this for the Lord. You know, it's for his glory, but well, how is he being glorified in it? You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, what I'm asking? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah I I think it's worth it's one of those things like it's worth digging into and and sitting on and 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 meditating on and just letting the lord kind of like guide you through that you know yeah well and and responding to it too you know it's like yeah that just, was the other thing that this morning kind of brought to me it was like it every so when i came to him like asking for forgiveness he's like okay well don't do it anymore now and then after after that, I felt like it was like, okay, well, if you love me, then feed my sheep. Like he, he had a, a, a call to action every time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, okay, like I'm going to make you feel better about yourself right now. It's like, no, here's, <laughs> here's a response of like, Hey, if this is true, this is what you should be doing. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's probably my biggest, you know, I shouldn't say struggle. It's probably just where I lack being obedient is, you know, I have, you know, I have these moments where I'm crying out to the Lord, you know, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to position myself, you know, for your kingdom benefit? And I'll end up hearing something and I won't follow through with it or I'll delay the follow through. Uh, Kind of like mm. when the Lord was telling me to step down from pastoring, like that was probably delayed, like delayed by a month because I was waiting for the Lord to give me a second step. I'm like, well, you know, God, I hear you on this, but I don't want to make a move on it until yeah, I know where I'm going to go from there. And uh, that's not the way he was going to work. And, and I was just on the inside, I had no peace. And so I knew I'd thankfully I've been walking with the Lord long enough to know that, okay, he's not going to give me any peace until I actually, you know, follow through with this. And yeah. I followed through with it. Immediately I had peace, but then he was able to open me up to really start, you know, working on some issues that I had, uh, mm -hmm. internally, internal issues that I had. And there was no way he was going to be able to do that if I stayed in the position I was in. Um, and, and I, and I, I kind of put that as, you know, maybe that's one reason, one of the reasons he wanted me to step down is because I, I needed to take a step back and have some, uh, you know, internal, uh, spiritual things, you know, bring some healing there. And again, just learn who he is again, relearn that and, Going back to, you know, when I'm sliding out of bed in the morning, I'm not just sitting up and, you know, 
going to get ready, but I'm literally sliding out of bed straight to my knees and I'm offering myself to him before anything else has a chance to take hold of me. And good. just having that mindset and I don't get it every day. You know, I don't make it happen every day, <clears throat> but you know, it's, it's going back to, you know, what the, the very thing that changed me was an encounter with Jesus. So why wouldn't I pursue him and those encounters can continue to transform me. That's where the renewing and the transformation of my mind takes place is offering myself to him, you know, allowing the scripture to read me versus me reading the scripture uh, and so on. So it's just a matter of, you know, getting, <laughs> getting down there to it, you know, humbling myself yeah. and kind of like me and you talked about, it's like just letting that pride get out of yeah. us and humbling ourselves so that the Lord can, can uh, have something to work with. Yeah, I mean, I see pride as a big old wall that we like to put up to make life easier yeah. on us. But yeah, it ultimately is going to be the wall that imprisons us. Right. Right. Yeah, man. We just got to keep going after him, though. And I know if we keep going after him, he's going to keep transforming us. You know, we're going to find out what you know, where the value is, what he values and, and what he desires for us. And, and, uh, it's, it's going to be a good, good thing. Good thing. Well, I'm, uh, I'm going to end this with a prayer, man. And then, uh, I'm gonna let you get back good. to, to work. Sounds good. Heavenly father, thank you for, um, this dedicated time just to, to dive into your will for our lives and, and who you are um and who what your character is and what that means um and then just strip away the the lies that we have built up father and and um and who you are father i just pray that this this time together is a is a um a time to remove the veil and understand really who you are we love you in jesus name amen amen love you brother love you too man later talk to you later see ya <laughs>